Hey everybody, this is Bevan. Welcome to Bevan, a femme over 40 and her friends podcast. I'm your host, Bevan. I've said my name three times. It's time to start the show. Today I'm doing a solo show. It's just me and you. So imagine we're on the porch together, curling up with your favorite blanket, and we're going to chat everything cannabis and self-care. No, I, I started this with everything cannabis and self-care. I can't get into everything. I'm trying to make this a short episode that's very actionable. So I'm going to split this into two parts. Um, I want to talk about cannabis for folks who have never had an ex- a cannabis experience or have very few, don't really know where to start, um, and are maybe thinking about cannabis as like a self-care plan for this pandemic, because we are going through, I, people say unprecedented times all the time, and that's true. Like, we've never experienced this before. It's hard. It's uncertain. There's a lot of variables, and a lot of us are still sheltering in place because that's what we actually need to do for public health, and some people are not sheltering in place, and that's choices they're making that are making it harder and longer for the rest of us. So anyway, I'm just trying to provide you a way that I think can help make the rest of this pandemic experience a little lighter and brighter and more fun and delightful for you, which is, uh, these are all things I find from the use of cannabis. Um, I Just a tiny bit of my background, um, I didn't come out as a cannabis user until 2017. Um, I really didn't start using cannabis um, regularly until about 2014, um, and that all happened after I stopped drinking. Um, I stopped drinking alcohol uh, when I was, I think it was like 33 or 34. It was like 2013. It was like New Year's 2013. I just kind of had a really bad experience with alcohol. Like I just had a, had a rough night where I said some things to someone I loved that I would never have said to them if I wasn't drunk. And, um, I felt like I betrayed myself. And at that point, like my body was really feeling very negatively about alcohol. Like I was getting, it wasn't just hangovers. It was just like chronic digestive issues, like really intense things happening that like I knew alcohol was like a a potential contributor to that and I wanted it to stop. So it was kind of like I chose my body over alcohol and, um, and it made it really easy when I had that one night that like where I really felt like I betrayed myself. I was like, look, I know enough about, um, alcoholism and that kind of stuff that I don't need it to get to a problem, uh, to that level. I just have to have enough of a problem to decide to stop. So I stopped, but what was interesting was, um, I didn't stop to be sober. I stopped to like, you know, help my body. And, um, that's when I started kind of experiencing cannabis in a different way because I had always used cannabis in conjunction with alcohol. And I think cannabis separate from alcohol is where you really feel the experience of the enlivened plant medicine. Um, I mean, obviously do what you want with yourself and your, the way you intoxicate, but like. I, if you haven't tried cannabis without alcohol, really give yourself that day. Just give yourself a day where you're not going to drink. You're just going to smoke and experiencing it. Um, the Glowing Goddess Getaway, which is a women's self-care cannabis retreat that I teach at, has um, they don't have any alcohol. So it's part of their insurance, but it's also a really great experience. Like, it's really fun to just go away and connect to plant medicine and nothing else. And um, and that it, it creates a... a a vibe that I think really connects us all. Um, and I think it's really powerful. So if you're curious about using cannabis to kind of just elevate your experience of life, um, I use cannabis medically, uh, both for my chronic digestive disorder, which was massively improved by not drinking anymore, but isn't entirely gone. Um, it's very affected by certain foods. So I eat in a way that nourishes my body that helps me, um, digest. And I also, um, treat stress like a poison. 
And part of treating stress like a poison is doing what I can to eliminate stress from my life. And cannabis really helps. Um, it's massive stress release relief for me. Um, it's also a really good way for me to approach self-care because it helps me turn off the a-hole in my brain that likes to tell me that I'm wrong, I'm not enough, all of that kind of stuff. It really does turn that channel. Um, I think uh, a lot of times uh, we have more control than we think over our experience of the world. And part of that is just learning how to get out of our head and turn off those tapes that tell us that we're not enough and kind of play over and over again. And cannabis helps me do that. So I love it. Um, and for those of you who are like curious about it, I'm going to have some, some, a message for the, for the real stoners, for the hardcore stoners towards the end. That'll be the second part of this. But, um, for, for, if you're newer to cannabis and I'm assuming you're living in a state where you can legally purchase cannabis and I am not, <laughs> I'm not at all proposing that you do anything illegal in your life in the pursuit of self-care. However, if you're out there wanting to start um, a cannabis journey and you're not really sure where to start, I have some tips that I wish I had had my first time. Because my first time with cannabis, I was 21 years old and it was a disaster and I ended up in the emergency room. I didn't need to go to the emergency room. I know that now as a practiced <laughs> cannabis user, but at the time I didn't know it. So I want you to write this down. Leaf 411. Leaf, like a leaf on a plant, 411, like information. Leaf 411 is a cannabis nurse network that can help you figure out how to use cannabis uh, on your healing journey for whatever you want. So having that resource of like just, I like to call it like stoner big sisters. Um, I don't know. I've never actually interacted with Leaf 411. It's just a resource I heard about that I wanted to share with you. But um, that's how I learned how to smoke weed was from like big sisters who just, or big brothers too. Um, lots of different gendered people telling me how they use cannabis and showing me how they did it. The thing is, every time I learned how to smoke cannabis, I was stoned and I wouldn't retain the information. So essentially for the first part of my adulthood, I was like a pot smoking pillow princess. If it was around and someone was packing the bowl for me, then I would do it. But I didn't really learn how to do it myself until I was really using it as medicine to help me with my irritable bowel syndrome and like help me settle my stomach. It's like cannabis is literally the best medicine I've ever tried for when my stomach cramps up and I'm like, you know, I'll tell you this, like my chronic digestive disorder is so uh, debilitating to me that like I was late to work a lot because I would, a lot of it would happen early in the morning. Um, and it would, you know, I knew where every single bathroom, uh, that I could get into public bathroom, mostly Starbucks in Manhattan was like, I knew exactly where I could go cause I needed it so often. Right. Like it was really, really hard for me. And just a little bit of cannabis, a little microdose really helps me soothe my stomach. So there's a lot of things you can use cannabis for to help you in your day to day life. But if you're just trying to like beat the COVID blues and improve your experience of life, if you're going to smoke or imbibe cannabis in any way, start with CBD. If you haven't been doing the psychoactive stuff, just get some CBD and like get a body high where you're not like transported in your brain. It's not as fun, but you know, it, it, it is relaxing and it is therapeutic. And if you don't want the head high or of THC or that doesn't feel good to you, get a CBD vape pen. It's really easy to, to just like sip, sip and, um, you know, and see what works for you or a tincture. You could do a, a CBD tincture. Um, I also uh, highly recommend if you're going to try the psychoactive stuff, um, you have to start very slow and very low. Um, you can always get more high. It is very, very hard to get less high. So just really start low and slow. If you're using edibles, 
you got to give yourself two hours to really feel that edible. And I'll tell you, I went to that emergency room when I was 21 years old because I didn't give the edible two hours and I just took too much. Um, so you got to start slow and low and an edible. I'll tell you this also from the glowing goddess getaway, just like the Friday night is a very quiet night at the getaway because often people take an edible and they fall asleep because edibles, like when you take a, a potent edible, um, it, it kind of helps sort your body, but like when you get too high, kind of the best thing you can do is go to sleep. So I go low and slow, enjoy your experience. You want to enjoy the cannabis. You don't want to be so high that you're paranoid or freaking out or anything like that. Um, so, so again, low and slow, you can always get more high, but it's, you can't get less high. Um, to that end, I highly recommend ahead of time, set up a sober big sister. Um, sober sister is something I learned. Um, I was in a lesbian sorority in college, so I didn't have like a traditional sorority experience, but my roommate, my senior year in college was in a traditional sorority. So it felt like I got like all of the tea about like what happens in a regular sorority. And they are so wise. Like they have someone who is literally on call, who sits at the sorority house, who is sober on weekend nights, who can be there to help save your bacon if you're out drinking and getting in trouble. So I think the same is true for... Uh, using cannabis. Get someone who you know is an experienced cannabis user to be available for a, a video call if you need help and to check in on you. So that way, like, you know, because we're social distancing, so we don't have friends to, like, come over necessarily and, like, help us out. So set somebody up, let, do a little self-care, have them have all your, like, emergency contact numbers just in case. And someone who can, like, also, you know, be a wise person who can dial in and say, okay, you're too high. Stop smoking. You know what I mean? Like, you got to have somebody there. I didn't have that in my initial foray into cannabis, and I wish I had. So having someone there. Um, also, make sure you have food. I would suggest um, don't try it until you've got a full stomach. Um, not so full that you're uncomfortable, but, like, full enough that your metabolism is, like, going um, because uh, all of the systems of your body, like, are affected by having enough to eat and enough to drink, right? So um, you don't want to... I don't like doing it on an empty... I can do it on an empty stomach now um, as a person who has a very high tolerance, right? But early in, in my game, like, it was better. I would feel sometimes nauseous if I um, smoked weed when I was uh, hungry. Um, so also, don't try to function. If you're new to cannabis and you're smoking weed, don't make it on a night where you got to get something done or you got to go show up somewhere. Um do it on a night where you have nothing you have to do and like let it just let yourself have the the romp you know what I mean like I would say like have some fun stuff around to interact with coloring while high is really fun doing a puzzle while high isn't the most productive time but it's actually fun and it's like a whole little special adventure um you could uh put on like a fun show Steven Universe is a really great show it's on Hulu it's really great for when you're high um, so like having like fun things to do, um, oh, the, the Boz Lerman, Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes is on, um, is on Netflix and I highly recommend that while high. Um, so just like having things to do and to be fun. Um, and you know, also just like allow yourself to transport to another reality. Right. Um, and if you're curious about like more to do with cannabis, um, there are a lot of fun people to follow. I want to suggest the official Saline. Um, she's been on my podcast. She's amazing. Um, and she has a book, a CBD mocktail book out. So if you're curious about using CBD as um, a form of medicine, she has so many resources. 
Uh, so check her out. Um, I'm going to put links to all of these people in the show notes. The Canisexual, that's my friend Ashley Manta. She's also been on this podcast twice. Uh, she's amazing and she's really good at like kind of telling you how you can use weed for self-care. Maggie Mae Wilson has not yet been on my podcast, but will be. Um, and she's incredible um, and does a lot. She's taught me a lot about how to metaphysically connect with the cannabis plant and really up up level my game um, to a more spiritual place. Uh, Beautiful Existence, another person to connect with uh, for metaphysical plant guidance. Um, and, of course, The Glowing Goddess Getaway, uh, which I enjoy. Um, and I also uh, want to shout out Tokativity. I just went to Toka- a Tokativity event, a virtual event, last night, and it was incredible. It was so much fun. It was their monthly Seattle, like... Tokativity hours, what they're calling it. And it was like, there was a DJ, there was like yoga breath practice, like there was an ASL lesson where we learned some sign language about cannabis and just a chance to get to know folks. And it's people in the Seattle area. I mean, obviously people can zoom in from wherever, like there was someone from the Bay Area, someone from Alaska there, but it's like based in the Seattle chapter, which is kind of fun for me because Seattle's like three hours away. So these are people I could potentially see in non-COVID times. So check out Tokativity for like, um, connections now like that. So this, we're shifting into my section of this episode where we're going to, uh, level up the experience of cannabis as medicine for practice donors. Um, so doing things like that, online events that incorporate cannabis and healing, really wrapping cannabis into your self-care, um, so that you can level up your self-care because really self-care is what we're going for. Um, if you're getting into cannabis, um, to like help, help deal and cope with the real, the ever changing reality of our times, right? Like it's hard. These are hard times. It is weird and hard and systems are falling apart and people are really suffering and mental health is suffering across the board. And I really think cannabis and mental health are like two, uh, two buddies, you know, that help each other out. And, um, I, so for practice donors, uh, someone, um, Casey, the cannabis mom was saying this on an Instagram live on the glowing goddess getaway. They go live every day at 4:20. by the way. So, um, really recommend those for more cannabis lifestyle and connection. But Casey was saying she was just hanging in there by a dab. Um, and dabbing is a way of consuming cannabis. It's like a very concentrated experience. Um, it's an up level high. Uh, and I'll say that like, Maybe there's a new way, if you're a practice donor, that you can be getting high. Um, if you're already a dabber, I don't know how you can get more high than dabbing, but I'm sure there's a way. Uh, but Dieter was talking about, like, how important it is to just, like, sometimes get a little more high. You know? Like, she's like, sometimes that's the answer. Just try to get a little more high um, if if you need that, like, out of, you know, not out of body, but, like, kind of out of this reality experience that cannabis can give you. Um, I really suggest going outside uh, with cannabis if you can, um, because the experience, I think plant medicine helps us experience, uh, plants and nature and celestial bodies, like the sun, the moon and stars, clouds, all of that. Like it just up levels our experience and our connection to them. So getting outside, um, I've also been finding, um, that using heart openers, like these are specific movements I use that open up my heart chakra. So an easy one to do is to just bring your arms up as though you're hugging someone, like maybe grab your elbows. You made a little circle around, um, your chest. Like you're just reaching out, um, like a big hug. It's like a little hug. And then you can switch arms, like do a different arm on each side and, or you can also, so that's a good heart opener. I also like just kind of opening up my chest, puffing out my chest and like opening 
my arms really wide, like um, chest to the sky, arms really wide to the side, that's a good heart opener. So things like that where you're like kind of opening up these energy centers um, because uh, cannabis wants to get into your energy centers. Cannabis is super spiritual. Um, it's also a very feminizing plant. Um, and I think cannabis is part of uh, us up-leveling our society. I really do think, like, I mean, it's not an accident that, like, what we smoke from the cannabis plant is the feminine, like, the female plant. Um, we are moving into the age of Aquarius. This is a feminizing experience. This is about mutual aid and support and connection and interdependence, and that is, like, all part, and peace. Peace comes from feminizing, right? Like, there's, like, all this war energy and all of that, and that's over. Like, we're not in that world anymore. We need to, like, come together and experience love and connection, and I think cannabis helps with that. So heart openers and cannabis go hand in hand. I also really like movement in cannabis, and I'll tell you this. I know that I teach a class that's designed for people to be using cannabis while they're doing it, Fat Kid Dance Party, um, my size classes. These are, like, my 45-minute classes. They're designed specifically for stoners, repetitive movements. Um, things that aren't too complicated, right? So I actually am rarely stoned when I teach aerobics. I like to be sober. Um, I think it's a lot of reasons, but like, you know, I don't need it. You know what I mean? Like I like to use cannabis when I'm playing with movement and I'm, and I'm choreograph, I'm choreographing and stuff like that, but I don't like it when I'm teaching. It's just not a thing I need. Um, but I, uh, I have found if I move and then I consume cannabis. So sometimes I use cannabis before movement to make it more fun and, and have a more spiritual, playful experience. But if I move, if I do my like, you know, movement practice or exercise or teach a class before I smoke weed, I find I get more stoned from less weed. Like it somehow helps my tolerance. And also if you're a person with a movement practice and you smoke weed, like the process of sweating actually releases more THC into your body. So you can actually kind of feel like a low key high um, just from moving alone without actually needing to consume more cannabis. So that's a possibility. But I really want you to like consider how you can incorporate cannabis, spirituality, and your self-care all together in like this mindful practice and really setting aside time for cannabis use and connection. Um, like maybe it's sitting at your altar doing altar work. Oh my God, my cat is walking across the laptop. Disaster, disaster. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, you know, setting aside some time, like making conscious self-care out of your cannabis ritual. I also really like to incorporate spirituality. And so um, when I smoke, uh, I usually don't smoke until like the waning hours of the day. So like golden hour or later, that tends to be when that happens. And I don't even smoke every day. I smoke many days, but not every day. Um, but when I do, often I like to incorporate prayer into that moment. And, um, and that can be like when I was going through a really hard time this past year, um, with like my breakup and everything going on in my life, uh, there were certain Psalms that I would read. Um, and I'm, I'm a late in the game Bible person. So, you know, like I, I don't have a lot of trauma from the Bible, but, um, there were just certain Psalms that I would read or prayers that I would read that would help me like kind of remind just to remind me that like the universe is always working out for my good. And even as things are breaking apart and that there's a lot of grief in that, there's always beauty that comes out of the ashes. Like just having that sentiment at forefront, um, with my cannabis experience just kind of helped me relax and help me accept and help me stay in peace and grounding and love. So I hope some of that was helpful for you. Um, I just like, I, just want to offer cannabis as an opportunity for people, right? Like when I was hearing Casey talk about hanging in there by a dab, I was like, oh man, 
hardcore stoners, like, we're probably screwed because we're already using cannabis, like, to just kind of cope with life or cope with chronic illness or whatever, like, we're using cannabis for. And I was like, what are we going to do? But it actually, like, when I feel hopeless, that's when I put on my thinking cap and I and I dig into possibility, what's possible. And I was like, yeah, actually, there's ways to up-level your stoner experience. Um, and also, then I got excited for people who haven't used cannabis, who are not high-tolerance people, who are not struggling to get more high, who, who have this whole, like, beautiful possibility of cannabis use laid out before them. And um, so that's how this episode was born. Um, and just to let you know, the best way to support this podcast is through my Patreon. Patreon is a membership site that allows folks like you to support creators like me who make work that's meaningful for them. Uh, you can join at two bucks a month. It makes a huge difference. Every dollar counts uh, to helping me make this work sustainable. Um, and I also offer at the at any level of support, um, you can get admission to my 11 a.m. Saturday Pacific time Zoom aerobics class. Um, it's super fun and um, Fat Dance Party Aerobics is my heart work. Um, it's like kind of, I'm very inspired by Miss Piggy, Richard Simmons, and then like, you know, just actual dance. Like I love to dance. I, so many genres of music, so many genres of dance. Um, there's always line dancing. There's always, um, usually some choreography, lots of stretching, um, and it's uh, it's truly all levels. So minimum participation is just showing up and cheering along. It's a great way to meet friends and connect with people and see new folks. Um, and uh, just finding these online ways to connect and meet new people has been really cool and fun for me, and I'm really loving um, getting to see people when I teach aerobics now, because typically for 25 bucks a month on my membership on Patreon, you can get my weekly online class, which is uh, a 10 minute, a 20 minute, a 45 minute and 55 minute class. Um, there's two 55 minute classes now and a chair aerobics class. So six classes to choose from at a time. I refresh it every week with a new class and um, it's a really, um, it's truly my heart's work. I love teaching these aerobics. I love sharing my practice with all of you and um, and it's truly the best way to support the ongoing sustaining a fat kid dance party aerobics this podcast my blog queerfatfem.com and all the other things i do in the world so i super appreciate you for tuning in i hope wherever you are you know that you are worthy of love exactly as you are there's not a thing you have to change to be worthy and uh if you want to make a change in your life today is the day to just choose to do something a little bit better just a little bit every day just a little uptick um and that self-care will snowball and eventually like you're gonna feel different and more free and more and more you. I love you so much. Talk next week.